0: The Cowboys got back on track with a huge defensive showing in their 27-17 victory over the New Orleans Saints. I will discuss this win, cover this week's game against Washington, and what the team needs to fix over the next few weeks so they can make that push to L.A. All this and more, next on The Rapper. What a game for the boys The team was without head coach Mike McCarthy due to COVID-19. And they turned to former head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, Dan Quinn, to lead the team to victory. And he did just that. And not only did he just do that, his side of the ball, the defensive side, was phenomenal. They stepped up in a huge way. The defense had four interceptions. One of those was a pick-six, the final interception by defensive lineman Carlos Watkins. The other three, we've got J. Ron Kearse, had an amazing toe tap on the sideline. DeMonte KZ had one. And my favorite, Trayvon Diggs had his ninth interception of the year. Trayvon Diggs is now top three for most interceptions by a Cowboy in a single season. Number one is Everson Walls, who had 11 in 1981. And number two is Mel Renfro, who had 10 in 1969. I'm going to be honest with you. I think there's a very good chance that Trayvon Diggs is the number one guy in Cowboys history by the end of this year. In fact, he could be going for the NFL record, which is 14, set by Night Train Lane in 1972. The matchups that Trayvon Diggs has over the next couple of weeks are pretty darn good for a corner. You have this week, you have Taylor Heineke, who's not that good of a quarterback. You have A guy in Daniel Jones who threw an interception in the Giants game the last time they played in Dallas. You got Taylor Heineke again. Then you come back. You've got Arizona, and you've got Kyler Murray, who has been playing very well this year. He's been dealing with an injury, but Kyler Murray's a good quarterback. And then you head up to Philadelphia, and you take on Jalen Hurts, who is not that good of a quarterback, and he threw a pick six to Trayvon Diggs in that game against Philadelphia in week three. Another guy that had a great game on the defensive side of the ball was Micah Parsons. He had his 10th sack of the year. That puts him 2 over the Cowboys rookie record. Now, to be completely honest with you guys, the offense wasn't that good. Dak was 26 for 40, 238, a touchdown and a pick. Pollard was the leading rusher, 7 carries for 71 yards and a touchdown. And to be honest with you, He wouldn't have had that many yards if it wasn't for his 58-yard touchdown run, which was the longest of his career, and it was the longest touchdown run by a Cowboy since Alfred Morris in 2017, his 70-yard touchdown against the Rams. Then Elliott, he had 13 carries for 45 yards, and our top two leading receivers, CeeDee Lamb, 7 for 89, Dalton Schultz, 5 for 43. So the Cowboys, we're getting in the home stretch of this year. We've got five games left, and they've got some serious issues that they need to fix. If you would have told me at this time last year that the Cowboys' defense would be playing better than the Cowboys' offense, I would have told you, so you're telling me Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, and CeeDee Lamber are all hurt or the entire offensive line is not playing? No, they have all their guys. Elliott's a little bit banged up, so is Pollard, but the offense has everybody. The defense hasn't had everybody. The offense is really bad over the past couple of weeks. If you look in that Denver game is really where it all started, and I don't think a blueprint was really set to beat the Cowboys offense, but it kind of seems like it might have been because the Cowboys just haven't been able to get things going offensively. Now, I will tell you, I don't blame all of this on Dak Prescott. His receivers are averaging the fourth-fewest yards of separation in the NFL, and Dak is a very accurate quarterback, but you still have to get a little more separation. The only teams that are worse are the Cincinnati Bengals, the Chicago Bears, and the Indianapolis Colts. The Cowboys have to fix this issue of separation. The only two guys that are at the league average for yards of separation are Dalton Schultz and Cedric Wilson. Everybody else is well below. That's Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup is the worst on the team in yards of separation. Amari is the second worst, C.D. the third. The Cowboys have to fix that issue, and they got to do it quickly if they want to make a run in the playoffs. And another issue they have to fix is if you look at that Kansas City game, you look at the Denver game, you look at the Las Vegas game, look at these games that they've lost. The receivers aren't catching the ball. I don't know what is going on, what's in the water in Dallas, but it's got to be fixed, because these receivers are dropping footballs that Dak is putting on the money, now given Dak has been overthrowing some footballs as well, but you've got to catch a ball if it hits you in the hands. Now, on the bright side, the defense, as I said earlier, has been playing phenomenal football. They have 16 interceptions through 12 games. That's four more than they had all of last year, and This is the most that they've had through 12 games since 2007 when that team had 18 interceptions. The secondary has been what I've considered our biggest weakness all year. They have played very well over the past couple of games, with the exception of Anthony Brown on Thanksgiving, and I've already had the discussion about that. There was a lot of those DPIs that should not have been called. Now, I will tell you, I think a big reason behind the defense's success is not just that Dan Quinn is a great defensive coordinator. It's Micah Parsons. This guy is an absolute monster. And if you want to call him a linebacker, you can. But I'm going to refer to him as the term that has been floating around Twitter. He is a lionbacker. Because the lion is always hungry. Micah Parsons has lined up all over the field. Versatility in the NFL is one of the most, if not the most important thing for a player. And Parsons has lined up all over the field. He's got 10 sacks in his first 12 NFL games. He's had seven and a half of those 10 sacks in the last five. He's the first rookie since 2016, Joey Bosa, with a sack in five straight games. He leads all rookies right now in sacks with 10, tackles for loss with 16, pressures with 49, and 25 quarterback hits. He leads all rookies. This guy is already given the Defensive Rookie of the Year. What I think we need to be discussing, let's throw that out. No more Defensive Rookie of the Year talk. He's already won the award. He won it about four or five weeks ago. What you need to be talking about is Micah Parsons for Defensive Player of the Year. I think the Cowboys, there's a very good chance – that they come home with at least three awards. One of those being Dak Prescott, the comeback player of the year, Micah Parsons, rookie of the year. And I think they're going to have the defensive player of the year. I don't know if it's going to be Trayvon Diggs or if it's going to be Micah Parsons. Now, I know what you're saying. Well, why don't why don't you look at Miles Garrett or, or even TJ Watt? Like, there's some other good defensive players out there. Well, okay, yeah, let's take a look at them. All right. So these three guys have all played in 12 games this season. Let's look at tackles. Parsons leads the group with 72. Second is T.J. Watt with 47. Third, Miles Garrett with 42. Let's look at sacks. T.J. Watt leads with 16. Garrett has 14. Parsons has 10. Tackles for loss. Parsons and Watt are tied at 16. Garrett has 15. Pass deflections. Watt has 4. Garrett 3. Parsons 2. Forced fumbles, Watt with four, Parsons with two, Miles Garrett with zero. Quarterback hits. Parsons is last in this group. Garrett leads at 28, Watt has 26, Parsons has 25. What I think people are not really realizing here is TJ Watt is an outside linebacker, which is essentially a defensive end, and Miles Garrett is a defensive end. Micah Parsons doesn't have a set position. This year he has lined up all over the field. He's been a defensive end. He's been a linebacker. He's been a corner. He's been a safety. He's been a defensive tackle, rushing the center. Micah Parsons has been the most valuable player on this defense. And quite frankly, I think that is a big reason that he should be the defensive player of the year. However, I don't think the NFL is going to give him two awards. The last time they gave a rookie defensive player of the year was Lawrence Taylor in 1981. The only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? The Cowboys head up to our nation's capital this week to take on the Washington football team. And some good news for you Cowboys fans, the Cowboys will have defensive end Randy Gregory back. And right now they're trending towards having defensive tackle Neville Gallimore back as well. So what do the Cowboys need to do to win this game? Let's look at my keys to victory. Number one, the Cowboys need to run the air raid offense. Washington has a terrible secondary. They give up 263.9 yards per game, which is 29th in the NFL. The Cowboys have a great set of receivers in Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, and CeeDee Lamb. Yes, they just lost Noah Brown for three weeks, putting him on the IR with a groin injury, but they've got guys that can step up. They've got Cedric Wilson. Who has been phenomenal all year long, stepped up when Gallup got hurt. They have a guy and a rookie they drafted in the fifth round, Simi Fehoko out of Stanford, that can play some really good football too. He's huge. He's six foot four, has more height than any other receiver on the team, and it's a guy that I'd love to see getting the ball more. Number two, find a way to get the offense going. This is the perfect game for Dak Prescott and his receivers to get back together, to get their mojo, their chemistry, really become a cohesive unit, and they've got to do it. And they've struggled the last few weeks. As I said, they dropped the ball. They can't get separation. This is the perfect game where you're going against a bad secondary to really get things moving again. Also, we might not be able to rely on the run game much. Elliott's been dealing with a knee injury, and Tony Pollard tore his plantar fascia. He should be ready to go this week, but it's an injury that, could linger for the rest of the year, likely will, until he gets surgery on it, but the Cowboys don't want to ruin the rest of the year by not having Tony Pollard. So you may end up running a Zeke and Corey Clement for most of the game, or even a Corey Clement and Edo Smith. And number three, the Cowboys need to let the lion loose. The Cowboys' defense is going to be insane with Randy Gregory and Neville Gallimore back. I want you to imagine something. You're an opposing offense, and you've got to figure out, okay, I've got Osa Digizua, Neville Gallimore in the middle. All right, how am I going to cover them? All right, we've got that under control. Now on the edge, you've got Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory both healthy. That's a scary sight. So let's say you block those two. Sorry, we've got Micah Parsons coming off the edge as well, who's the fastest player in this defense. Good luck. You're not going to block all three of these guys if you block Parsons You're going to have Gregory or you're going to have uh, Tank doing something. You may even have Neville Gallimore on the inside. It's not going to be good for opposing offensive lines. Ron Rivera talked about this earlier this week. He said, I don't want to let Parsons control this game. You don't have to because if he doesn't control the game, Tank might. Gregory might. There's plenty of players on this defense that can step up and truly control the game. I want to thank you all for listening to this podcast. If you don't already subscribe, make sure to do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Wrap-Up so you can stay updated on the latest in Dallas Cowboys news. I'm Alec Rapp, and this has been The Wrap-Up.